Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to NTNN NNN. <laughs> Real stories, fake news. I'm Washington Ginsburg, joined today by Hayden Wright and Jen Fricker. Hello. Ooh, hello. Thank you for having us. Thank you for being here on the uh, the little news show that could, heading back to the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. We've got a filmed pilot in the can. We're doing it live once again because, you know, why not? And it's shit tons of fun. Um, there's been a big news week, but let me just get to local news first. Mm-hmm. How are you, Jen? Yeah, good, man. Good. I had a great chat with an Uber driver. I figured they talk about the Uber driver every time. But I'm getting some astonishing ones. That this guy, he um is a former uh commercial chemist who started doing Uber to improve his communication skills what? because his wife told him he was she was he was boring her. <laughs> like like verbally boring her. I didn't delve into what else was going on. But so as a scientist, he was like, I'm going full immersion. Wow. I'm going to go in a situation where I cannot control who I'm talking to or what we're going to talk about, and I'm going to learn and get better at speaking to people and communicating with people. There's a lot of tropes about Uber drivers, but yeah. there's, a, there's a very close friend of mine who was going through some not insignificant marital issues, yeah. mm. and so was couch surfing for about six months. Uh, they're back together. Everything's fine. It's been years now. They're never happier. Mm. But for about six months, he was couch surfing, and in the evenings, because he couldn't be with his kids, mm. he would went and he'd go and drive Ubers for like four hours in the oh, evenings. Wow. And he said, "Because when I help people, it makes me feel better." Oh, that's really nice. That's nice. Yeah. I love that they've both had different approaches. Like one of them's so scientific. Yeah. Like, okay, I can control my vehicle. I control do we have, whether we have mints and Mentos. Yeah. But everything else, those are that's my control. Mm. How are you, Hayden? I'm good, mate. I have uh, I've delved into the the deep, deep nerdery of role playing games recently. Oh. I have you know those big tomes that you see in gaming shops that are like big textbooks for yeah. I was a card carrying member of the Queensland Role Player Society oh, for really? many years. <laughs> 
So, and I'm a dodecahedron from a 20-sided mm-hmm. die right? Amazing. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Well, I think I feel like you might get on board. I have moved past the sort of like uh, swords and sorcery, might and magic type of stuff, and I'm obsessed with this new game called Brindlewood Bay that is about uh, elderly female-presented uh, members of the Murder Mavens Mystery Book Club, and every session is like this closed murder mystery whodunit. I can't get enough. I've, I've, I've read two books of it already. I can't wait for more of it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this just your kind of back entrance into like, I don't know, airport thriller, <laughs> crime novels that tar- usually target middle-aged women? Absolutely. This I is realize- a Leanne Moriarty <laughs> yeah. co- like undercover operation, basically. Yeah, I have realized my full decline. I'm I'm no longer interested in this like Lord of the Rings epics. Mm. I just want all of my friends to come around and we all have a book club and I can't, I don't have the courage to ask for that just yet. <laughs> so we have to role play being members of a book club. Now, now there's a great... You know, there's a there's a stereotype about people who are really into role playing games is that there is no other human. They do that because there's no other human being that wants their genitals inside them or allowing them to be put in, <laughs> putting them somewhere. Um, what does your intimate partner think of this? <laughs> we, I have, uh, admittedly, we both like to read books in the evenings. Hers are the sort of like stuff that you pick up in an airport. Um, the, uh, mine happen to be this like big. Usually they come with sort of like coloured artwork that also appears in like. Magic the Gathering cards. Mm. And so we both enjoy that hobby together. But the result of that, which is like her book club will be wine and cheese and stuff like that. And mine will inevitably be like bits of paper, pencil, rubbers and erasers and like dice everywhere. Mm. They could not be further from from the same experience. So when, you know, let's do something romantic. I'd love to. And um, Brendan and Davros, (laughs) he's changed his name, uh, are coming around. And we're playing uh, out of the 1983 re-edition of Doctor Who, the role-playing game rule <laughs> yeah. book. Sorry. Yeah. There has been, a, like, a large part of us just discussing what use our kitchen table should have. <laughs> um, Katie, my partner, loves having, like, huge, big charcuterie boards. And I'm like, there's no space. Once we all get our books down, we're just going to have to each have our own separate bowls. Do you know how long I've spent painting these Warhammer figures? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not there yet. It's certainly on the path. It's, yeah. a, it's a gateway drug. <laughs> mm. It is a gateway drug. How? Um, just before we were recording, we were, you, you were both admitting to your previous careers in advertising and we were all playing around with voiceovers mm. Mm. and uh, I was – I was making a, a dumb ad about Sydney tap water yep. and that I can do the um, Sydney tap mm. from Warragamba to you. That's great. If it doesn't burn, we're fine. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> just enough chlorine. <laughs> just enough fluoride. It's wet. Drink it. Put it in your mouth. Um, but you've got which voiceover? Oh, like oh. old school Channel 10 voiceover. Which I, you're an expert in, so I am mean, actually feeling very, very vulnerable. <laughs> but um, all I can remember is like, this week on Offspring, who will Nina choose? It's pretty good, <laughs> right? It's good. I like it. Um, like mid two thousands, I feel. We're here to talk about the news, which is what we do when we mm-hmm. make NTN and NNN come and see the show. The tickets are on sale now. They're in the show notes. Uh, what is the big news story that you woke up today and went, I have to talk about this? Jen. Look, it's one of the most. Mm. Heart-wrenching stories out there today. Um, It's a story that I think we can all identify with 
It's a story of passion. It's a story of loss. It's a story of a man who spent eight years building an Eiffel Tower with 700,000 matchsticks who may be denied the world record for using the wrong kind of matchsticks. Oh. Oh. I feel that. In my nerdy little heart, I feel that really deeply. <laughs> eight years. Yeah. Eight years. Is he married? A- I mean, it doesn't mention it. So, I mean, <laughs> the chances are, uh, I don't no. know about that. Like, yeah. Is that a happy marriage? How's, Gosh. What's his name? Richard Plaud, mm. French. Ah. Uh. So, <laughs> there, that kind of nuances the articles. It's like, mm. oh, a French person complaining the, about something? What yeah. are the right kind of matchsticks? Well, okay. So, this is where it gets it's the intersection of commerce and art. Yeah. So, oh. basically. He has been going for this record um, for eight years to make a 23.6-foot model of the Eiffel Tower, and that beats the existing record by two feet. The thing is, the Guinness Book of Records has said it's the wrong type of matchsticks because they aren't commercially available. He made a deal with a matchstick manufacturer to get uh, match-head-less matchsticks mm. because he was having to manually remove them off commercially available matchsticks. And he's what like, are you saying? Like if you build a, a seven and a half metre tall Eiffel Tower mm. out of matchsticks with still the red bit on them, that's a possible fire hazard? I, it's not even that, I guess. I mean, yeah, probably a <laughs> bit of a fire hazard. Yeah. But, um, it's like Burning Man every glue, night. Like, <laughs> that's why yeah. it took the, the majority of the eight years was sweeping up ash. Yeah. <laughs> Someone turns the oven on a bit too much. He's like, ah! Yeah, yeah. That's, right. that's why it took eight years. We're going to take in four. If you have just... you ever done any, like, you both worked in broadcasting here, have you ever yeah. done any Guinness stuff? Like, not no. beer drinking, but as far as record stuff? <laughs> no. Mm. Um, I know that there's a process in which you have to contact Guinness mm-hmm. and they need to send you a person yeah. to, like, mm. witness the thing. That's right. I've mm. never had to do that. I don't know what the... I've met one or two. There's people here who do it. Really? Yeah, I've met a few of them. There's the Guinness people For here. TV, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. We, I, I have a friend at the moment who's trying to take a Guinness world record at the moment for most gigs seen oh. in a year. And Great. so at every gig he goes to, he has to ask someone, and usually goes with friends, so he has to ask someone to sign like a, a essentially a witness statement to be like, yes, he was here, he saw the gig, and it's only gigs of certain sizes and period, like lengths that qualify. Is there an mm. office at Guinness where they go, oh, it's fucking Gerard again? Mm. <laughs> like is there? That must be. Is there? There's some 20-year-old that's stuck on one of those headsets yeah. that's yeah. just like, hello, Guinness World Record. <laughs> uh, yeah, hi, it's uh, it's Colin calling. It's Colin, yeah, yeah. How can I help you, Colin? Well, I'm just I'm just wondering. I'm, I've, I've got a record and I need a verifier uh, to come out here because I've got the record for the most amount of um, small AAA battery-sized pen torches um, that I can fit in my mouth and you can still count by looking through my cheeks. Ooh. I mean, yeah. side stepping out of my character for a second, impressive. But stepping back into it, no worries, Colin, I'll put you on hold. And then immediately goes to hold mm. and it's immediately like. But, but, uh, <laughs> but, but. She know, talks, talks to the manager. Yeah. Mm. What do you reckon? Is that, a, is that worthy of a Guinness World Record? What flashlights in a mouth. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the photographs that we publish? Do you know how many cigarettes a man has put betwixt his lips? <laughs> that's that's front page stuff. Yeah. I don't know if triple A size. Mm-hmm. I, I guess maybe he's gone and gotten a good deal from Bunnings or something like that. I yeah. Do you think it needs to be sexier? 
I mean, it's, it needs to be sexier. I think if this is not as sexy mm. as that image we have of the person with the really long nails so long that they curl up, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to see it. <laughs> Get away. Get see, it away. All right, I'll fob him off. I'll put back my customer service <laughs> voice. <laughs> Hi, Colin. <laughs> yeah, hey. Um, I just wondering, how, uh, is there anything gross happening with your body at the moment? Um, I've got a mole on my hand. Big mole? Small mole? Hairy? Fucking mole. Look, Colin, I don't think it's 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 not saying Guinness to us. Have you tried um Ripley's? Perhaps that's more your speed. I didn't believe it. Yeah, well, that is a common problem. <laughs> um, look, maybe check out the website, and you might the FAQs might give you a bit more. Um, so you've got you've got a burlesque performer here, mm-hmm. and her name is. Let me see if I can get it correctly. Her name is M- Madame Le Flambe, mm-hmm. and she's got uh, twenty three feet of like linear feet of matchsticks in her mouth at the same time mm-hmm. while she's. On fire. Now, this is that, but, mm. like, kids aren't going to do that. You surely don't let people alone that. Come on. It looks, it's tortures. It's safe. Mm. Let me let me pop you back on a hold for a second, Colin. So he's saying that um, it's 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 not safe for children and that Madame Lafombe's record where she's, um, you know, she's got all those, uh, she's on fire. She's on fire. They're yeah, all in her mouth. They're all in her mouth. Yes. Um, he's saying it's not safe for kids. Not safe for kids. Yeah. Have you read the pages of the Guinness Book of World Records? Mm. Have you seen the man who is more tattoo than skin? Mm. <laughs> that. It's it's not so much that it's safe for kids. It should be inspiring. Kids should look betwixt the pages of the Guinness <laughs> World Records. <betwixt. laughs> yes. They should they should split this book by its spine mm. to peer into the pages and the text and images. Mm. I want to say images very important to the Guinness. Yep. I want them sexy images. Sexy, attractive, I inspirational. Wanna, I didn't want to say on the call, but it's like Madame Lafayette has got her tits out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like it's like it's it's, uh, it's fire. yes, it's it's record. Mm. It's a record. It's interesting, and also it's it's yeah. titties. So it's like, how do I say that in like a nice way? Well, um, I can jump on the phone okay. if you'd like. Okay. Um, hi, Colin. I'm just gonna yeah. pop you onto my manager. Okay. Hi, Colin. It's me, the manager, with my customer service voice. Um, I've just heard that you would like to go ahead with sourcing a a, a witness what? for your record of putting a bunch of little flashlights in yep. your mouth. Uh, sorry, um, are you, are you either in a tunnel or you've oh, eaten... Oh, good, I am. I can hog. Right, okay. Would you prefer me send you a Zoom link to oh. so that I can witness... <laughs> oh, hold on. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. Colin, can I just say, you are an incredible sexual being. <laughs> Stick out on the Zoom. Incredible. I'm just going to take a snapshot. And I would actually like to hurry this through into this year's Guinness Book if that's okay. Hey, hi. I'll call my mom. Oh, oh, you'd like to call your parents? Yeah, I'll call. Oh, absolutely. Should we get them in on the Zoom call? Yeah, here we are. Let me just see if I can. Boop, boop. Boop, boop. Turn this thing on. How do you turn? It's pointing at the television. Dale, what's going on? Colin, Colin, oh, something's Colin. happened to our phone, and now I can see the television through the phone. Oh. What's going, Colin? Can you hear me if I'm over here? Okay. <laughs> Colin, don't talk with your mouth full, darling. I always told you not to do that. Well, I guess I I believe Colin's dick out on the Zoom. 
Wow, well, Colin, I must say, you've, you definitely get it from your father. <laughs> what I a want process. more of it. Yeah, yeah. I want more of it. <laughs> they, did, they do outlaw stuff. Like if you see the photo of like the person who's with x-rays with all the swords down their gullet. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. They say, we actually don't do this anymore. So mm. please, please don't call us. Cancel culture comes for everyone, doesn't it? Can't even stick a few swords down your throat without people saying, oh. The cigarette guy's out. No no one vaping is going to get into the next one. Yeah, my kids, this alien, they're outlawed vaping. So now what are kids aspiring to? That's true. You know what I mean? They can have a whole fruit ball of vape flavours in their mouth. But no, cancel culture's coming for them. Like that, you can't. Like cigarette, bad for you. Kill you mm-hmm. dead, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, cigarettes, you can't really put a button on a conversation with a vape, like a vape cloud, mm. like you could when you'd be like, not again. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And walk. It's like, a yes. kind of yeah. Like what, a scarf? Not again. Scarf. That's Ooh, good. Scarf yeah. is good. Like, I can't respect anyone who's like, and that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Into the collar? Like, Into the it's collar. so embarrassing. Can you smell bubblegum? Yeah. It's like, oh, I smell like cool. blue lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it was blue. <laughs> Nanny state. Mm. Nanny state. I want to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Kids can't have fun anymore. <laughs> Trust me, they'll find a way. Yeah. They will absolutely find a way. What was bigger news for you this week, Hayden? on the topic of Nanny State, Taylor Swift first arrives in Melbourne this month. Um, I have, I don't know if if people have had the same experience. I'm aware of her. She's a Mm. singer. Taylor Swift has been inescapable the last couple of weeks, Um, but not for any specific reason. She has sent a cease and desist letter to a college student, uh, I think in Florida, who has been tracking her private jets via sort of like online data and social media posts and things like that. Um, They sent this cease and desist to say, hey, you're encouraging like stalkers and stuff like that to come and meet us. We've noticed that there's a a, a reliable like data connection between when you publish these things and when weirdos uh, pop up. Mm. But he insists that he has just been taking it from like public data streams and anyone with a you know, a passing interest in this sort of technology like, could do the same. Like airport nerds, mm. yeah. know, plane look, nerds. I've, I've had a look at some flight tracker. Like, I like it. Yeah. I like looking up at the sky and being like, oh, it's coming from Dubai. I'm That's a, cool. Yeah, I'm a silver subscriber to Flight Radar 24. Interesting. All right, it's publicly available. What do you get for the silver subscription? <laughs> Back rubs. High res? High res. Oh, that's a good oh, oh, you get what you really, which is really wild is you, you can click on it and you can see the who owns the plane. Wow. And the history of the plane. Mm. Which is because they're often leased mm. and they're, you know, big news, Qantas doesn't own all the planes. They're yeah. owned by some VC somewhere, some yep. sort of big capital company, and that's the money they make is, is renting it, leasing it back. Uh, so, yeah, you can see who who owns it. But isn't this as a kid do it because he – He's done this to Elon Musk as well because he's talking about, all oh, right, you want to save the planet, mm. but here you are whacking yourself out with four people on a jet which blurts out this much CO2 per kilometre. Um, can't you just fly like everybody else? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, I don't know if it's the same guy, but I know that there is online conversation about like so much of us talking about like, oh, you know, recycle your plastic bags, that mm. kind of stuff. Our our relative impacts on the world of carbon emissions. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I know there's a bunch of celebrities. Bill Gates is another one who has oftentimes gets asked at all these, like, 
summits they go to. Mm. Hey, how did you get here? Mm. Yeah, right. Yeah, we've got the data. Yeah. Just, you know, take a bike, something like that. Mm. I understand why he or particularly Swifty yeah. would fly private. Mm. Like if you were on, I don't know, where she come from? Japan. That's right. She come from Japan. I think so, yeah. And the Japanese government issued a statement saying she's left the country. Yeah. She's mm. on the way to the Grammys. She's yours now. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, so, like, so she would have come straight from the Grammys. So she would have come straight from LA. That's a heck yeah. of a turnaround. I don't think she's going to be getting QF12 back from LAX. Yeah. Like, Gosh. She, she's I mean, going to go when she needs to go. Yeah. yeah. The way they cancel those flights at the moment, there's no guarantee. But if exactly. you're like an A380 at, at, at LAX, right, QF12, the one that you fly back on, and mm. uh, there's 400 people there and Taylor Swift can't get into the building and you can't take off without her. Yeah. Mm. Like, you're like, guys. Come on, you know you don't want, like they'd be. Doom. Ladies and gentlemen, please yep. stop coming up the front. Yeah, she doesn't want to do any selfies. Yeah, <laughs> but I will say a lot of people in business class, and not first. I'm saying business because I don't. I don't think first class you even get. You get routed around them if you're in the economy. Yep. You get routed around them, but business class, I've noticed. God, they love to not look at you. <laughs> like they sit down and they're like. Oh, yes, here I am. And they swell in their free campaign and you're just like, I'm just trying to get past, man. I'm 100%. sorry. I'm sorry for making eye contact with you. Yeah. They're the twi- like they're they're experiencing they're Taylor Swift of the plane. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. In their minds, they are Taylor Swift. They've gotten the priority boarding, they've gotten the extra check-in for free, and they're like, and now here I am celebrating my success on Taylor Swift. Absolutely. Is, yeah. th- is the same person calculating the carbon imprint of, for example, everyone travelling to her gig or, you know, mm. the, the power cost of the show? I personally, I upon reading the article, I think he's just a guy who's into planes. I don't know that he, I, I think all of this defense that's popped up uh, and on both sides as well, like Taylor Swift people have said, hey, you know, we can't have you doing this because it's a security uh, risk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then on his side of things, it's like, well, it's public information. I'm just an enthusiast. Yeah. Um, none of it tells me that this person has any other underlying line. It, it's, it's sort of like that guy who will like video himself watching trains as they arrive. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was in Australia not long ago. Yeah, yeah exactly right. It's, I, think that's what I can't remember his first name. Louis Bourgeois? No, I'm not that's sure. someone else. <laughs> Louis Bourgeois. Was it a philosopher? Uh, nearly, nearly at Louis Thoreau and yeah. Alan de Bourgeois. Francis Bourgeois, that's Francis, his name. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that's he, the train enthusiast, is Francis Bourgeois. Is he bougie? Yeah, actually, yes. <laughs> he does. He's he did not stand with the rail workers when they went on strike. I will say oh. that. For a, he's a train enthusiast. He's yeah. not a train people enthusiast. Mm. I'll say that. Public, it's publicly, what is, what's his line? It's publicly available information. I'm just an enthusiast. Yeah. Mm. Well, essentially, yeah. I think he's got a specific quote, but he's just said like, hey, it's freely available online. There are people online in the Swifty community who are doing more about like tracking her personal life than I am. I just like the train, like the, the plane tracking app. Mm. Um, I'm not doing anything, you know, too harmful. And her people have sent across this, I think it's like signed the FAA. The registration documents uh, includes Taylor Swift signing off on a document called N898TS. Um, and it has CDs attached. Uh, just on the it, <laughs> wow. Twitter, there's a photograph of two like compact discs. And part of me is like, oh, I hope that's not the new album. <laughs> Is it, what, a, what a way to collect. Is it Taylor's version? Because if it's not Taylor's version, it's yeah. not Taylor's version. Yeah. We're not listening. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> I'm wondering, like, what, what, like, it's it's publicly available information. I'm just an enthusiast. Yeah. Mm. Seems like a fantastic get out line 
and I'm wondering where else we could use it. <laughs> That's yeah, very true. It's publicly available information. Um, can I tell a true story? Let's <laughs> go. Um, so one time I caught out a friend who is like racistly not a friend. I once caught out a stranger who was trolling my friend with racist taunts on Twitter networks. Mm-hmm. And I caught him because it was a troll account that was only followed by one account, right? So I went to the one ac- account and it was some kind of like uh, anonymous person, but they gave their location Excellent. to like some very specific village in like regional Victoria, right? Uh-huh. So then <laughs> I don't know how I made this connection, <laughs> but then I was looking at some of the stuff they tweeted and I was like, I'm just going to search like this username and the village mm-hmm. and see what comes up. What comes up is a review for Apple Corers. <laughs> so then I'm looking through his whole internet footprint, right? And so he's like made a review for Apple Corers. So then I'm like, okay, what else has this person bought? Then I'm going through like what else this person's left reviews for using this username um, and his location. And I find like more usernames, more reviews, that kind of thing. And then I triangulate it to he's posted in a local Facebook group about this Apple Corer. <laughs> And he's also selling ducks. And so he to sell the ducks, he's left his mobile phone number on the Facebook group being like, hey, if you want to buy a duck, here's the number to call. So then I go back to the troll account and I'm like, mate, I have your phone number, I have your real government name, and I have, like, your reviews on Apple Chorus. And I just start screenshotting and sending them, like, Great. leave my friend alone. And people are like... This is a Wednesday night. What are you doing? <laughs> you deep in on the... You have nothing to... And so... But it was just this thing of, like, from one... He didn't need to be racist to my friend. And now I'm like, how are those apples, bitch? <laughs> so, uh, I, 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 okay. Miss um, Fricos, <laughs> it's the it's the wooden Heskett police. Uh, can you open up, please? Uh, hello. Hi. Uh, uh, Constable Oshers, Constable Hayden. Hello. Uh, he's the bad cop. Okay. Oh, yeah. God. Sorry. He's got a stern voice. Yeah. You sound like uh, someone who would be doing advertisements for Sydney tap water. That, I get that a lot. Yeah. I get that a lot. Mm-hmm. So um, we've got some screenshots here mm. uh, from, uh, look, I'm going to say it's a, it's, a, it's a man who usually resembles a jet ski, but is actually a human being. Wow. And he, he lives not far from here. And he's saying that you are stalking him online. Uh, is stalking? Or is it just uh, using public information? Uh, to get, to prevent cyberbullying, you know? Uh, okay, can you def- just quickly, can just, you, can you just remind me, Constable Hayden, yeah. what cyberbullying is, please? Cyberbullying, as we've defined it, mm. is people jumping online and um, usually harassing mm-hmm. others uh, mm-hmm. in the comment sections, forums, sometimes mm. via email. Um, what you've been doing mm. is in breach of that. Mm. Um, and what we found is, I'm actually calling it Exhibit A. Yes. Um, this is a photograph of you chasing a car down a street. <laughs> All right. First of all, I actually had purchased some ducks that day. <laughs> so I was actually teaching those ducks how to follow me, like waddle in line. I was being the mother mother duck. I see. Yeah, yes, so we've actually we've actually we've seen a photo that you posted that day where you've tagged your location mm-hmm. and we've tracked it back to um, uh, Aussie Duck Hacks mm-hmm. and uh, Quacks and Hacks, mm-hmm. Aussie Duck Quacks and Hacks. Quackanon. Quick. <laughs> cute, <laughs> cute pun. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't yeah. you say, Constable Ho? I, I, ha, ha, ha. Yes. yes. <laughs> Sorry, I just learned to laugh. Cute mm. pun. And uh, but what we can see as well is that you are feeding these ducks. You're feeding them apples. Yeah. Well, specifically the cores. 
Because they're like they're like seeds. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think happens inside the guts of a duck when you feed them seeds, <laughs> Jen? I don't know. I think they like it. Here, I'm going to show you Exhibit B. All right? No. <laughs> no. I'm putting it away. Oh God. Yeah, it's pretty um pretty upsetting it's stuff. It's crook. It was blue. It's blue. It's You're blue. Right. So whatever he said to your mm. friend, it's look at that poor duck. Oh my God! Please put All it right? away. Your friend's an adult. They can process. Mm. This duck had no choice. Mm. Now I've got a fucking apple tree going out. Oh, of my it. God. All right. Jen, I'd like to um, just bring your attention to Exhibit C. Yeah. Um, this is a goose we found at the back of your house. <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, that looks like a... Under- Look, I did think it was a weird-looking duck. <laughs> I will say that. It was acting a bit different to the other ones. It was. Yeah, it was real mean. <laughs> real and angry, really? an angry duck. It you was have angry just... and it was always like honking at me. Yeah, you have just described a goose. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, um, I feel like one. <laughs> well, we don't to mean be to honest. harass. Ha, 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 we know how to laugh. Ha, 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 ha. I would love to bring your attention to uh, Exhibit D. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the... Uh, Rind of a watermelon yep. that we found in your bins. Mm. Okay, um, that's weird that you're in my bins. Oh, it's publicly public available, available information. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, fair call, fair call, fair what call. You're frick is... fans, are you? <laughs> I see your frick heads. All right. Uh, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> that's yeah. that sound of laughter I love that's... to hear. Watermelons. Mm. They're delicious. Mm. Sometimes red, sometimes yellow, always seedy. Mmm. And this is what we'd like to talk to you about. Okay. Yes. There is a distinct lack of seeds in this photograph that we found. Right. And here is a photograph of the goose not 24 hours later. Oh, my God. It's a watermelon tree. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's pretty yeah. sickening stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah. A so, goose isn't meant to be a watermelon tree. A goose is not meant to be a watermelon <laughs> it's tree. It's meant to be a goose. Any more than a duck is supposed to be an apple tree. <laughs> Do watermelons grow? I don't know. I have questions, but I'm, we can go over Look, it later. I've just got one more piece of evidence to display. Mm-hmm. Um, this is uh, two seagulls that we found. I believe they are in a relationship. Um, <laughs> again, publicly available information. Yeah, yeah. We're just enthusiasts. Yeah. Just enthusiasts. Yeah. Um, I, myself, am a chip aficionado. Mm-hmm. Ha, 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 ha. Sorry, little <laughs> He's from Gawler in South Australia where uh-huh. they invented chicken salt. They take it very seriously. Wow. Yes. Did you know that uh, elsewhere it is called celery salt? <laughs> what a silly take. <laughs> I'd like to just show you now a photograph of uh, just some miscellaneous fruit. Uh-huh. And I'd love you to take a look at each of these fruits uh-huh. and tell me what you think is the most upsetting seed. Jen, I just want you to look at these photographs. I just want you to look at these photographs and I want you to label for us two police officers who have recently searched your bin. Wait, so these are photos of fruits from my bin? Photos of fruits from your bin. Yep. Yep. Um, Publicly available. Publicly available. It is bin night. We are just enthusiasts in the waste stream. I would love you to just label for us which seed you think is the most upsetting. Upsetting. Okay. Honestly? Yep. Tomato. Off the top of dome number one. I'd like to show you a photo of two really fucked up seagulls. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> no! I'm putting it away. Oh, and my we're God. putting you away. They were in love. <laughs> they were in love. Oh, my God. Uh, 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 oh, uh, why are you uh, laughing? Uh, uh, no, sorry, that's the sound of me crying. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness me. 
That's very special. <laughs> I could do voiceover. I could. You do could. your yeah. Do you do like um, recruitment for New South Wales Police. You know how they're always like. Oh yeah. If you're looking for a lifestyle, you know that kind if of. If you're looking for a lifestyle that includes yoga, mindfulness, and the ability to carry a weapon, New South Wales Police are looking for you. <laughs> <laughs> they always throw a bit of that in, don't mm. they? It's full. It's full on lifestyle. It's, it's, yeah. It's like we play Scrabble. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and we tackle people. Yeah. Um, do you? Look Look good in blue, like that kind of vibe. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Do you like a sense of order? <laughs> Do you uh, want to get I... straight to the top of the coffee line? Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And I don't know if you've ever been to, to Wood End, Heskett, but it's a beautiful part of Victoria. Mm. Just on those kind of weird kind of fringy out suburbs of Melbourne. Sydney mm-hmm. doesn't really have that because we're bordered by water to the yep. north and park to the west and to the south. So we don't really have the, not really, there's not really semi-rural. Yeah. You know, mm. there's this gigantic actual barriers of Blue Mountains and, and you know, then the Hawkesbury River and things like this. Uh, but Melbourne, you can, you kind of keep driving and you're like, yeah, I'd get out of the car if I had a problem here. And then you're like. Yeah, nothing. I'll stay. I will just keep driving on on rims for about a hundred k's if I needed to, mm-hmm. and it kind of yeah that kind of area. Yep, yeah, great. It's, it's a bit like that. So <laughs> I have a big news in sport. I know mm. you're both massive sports fans. Oh, we we love it. Love it. We're a rugby league slash yep. soccer house growing up. What do you think of the NRL's uh, conversation around changing uh, how many contact uh, sessions they have a week outside of game day? I don't know much about that. <laughs> Is that after the guy had? Uh, yeah, it's basically the, it's a the concussion death, thing. Right? Yeah, 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 it's yeah. A concussion yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, good. I, mean, I don't know, man. I feel like it's like any other physical labor, right? Where it's just like. I don't know how ethical it is anymore mm. to like take young men at their very athletic peak and then just kind yeah. of run them until it's like the same with greyhounds, you know what Absolutely. I mean? So it's like any sport <laughs> where you're just kind of running people until or dogs or whatever till their absolute physical detriment and they're yeah. no longer able to live a healthy life. You're like, well, what can we maybe <laughs> change? Yeah, I don't know if the greyhounds have a say in it, but the, yeah, the you don't accidentally get first grade, you've been doing that. Since you were 11, totally. you got picked and you've been yeah. in, a, in a channel, a path, a talent pathway until mm. the time you get on the field. Mm. So you know what's going to happen. Yeah, but that's what I mean. So it's like any initiative to like protect people, 
I feel like is always going to be a good thing. Mm. To 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 make sure people's quality of life is going to not be irreparably ruined yeah. after yeah, a career. If they change the rules, for example, and you know, state of origin, like what they've done with the head high rules, when the head when the game changed with the head high rules, mm. did that make footy less exciting for you? No, well, I don't know. Yes and no. I'm like a, I love drama and I love <laughs> watching gore a and twenty-one-year-old boy just get actually absolutely. have a fit on the field yeah. of the first with his hands clawing in yeah. the first nineteen seconds like, of a game. Yeah, it's pretty messed up and hectic, right? But I feel like there's still bloodlust in people <laughs> as it's, long as people want to watch. Yeah, it's the same with like boxing or UFC or whatever. Like people like the brutality of these physical sports. We I am I being a- crazy? <laughs> UFC is the biggest thing in the universe. Yeah. Right? Because people want to see people performing at their absolute athletic potential. Like, and so I get it. I just am a person who would never <laughs> give up their body for yeah, in pursuit truly. of something greater than myself. But I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I'm not very ambitious in that yeah. way. Yeah. I once had someone describe in the same way that you said before about having someone sit you down and explain the rules of cricket. Yeah. I had someone describe to me uh kayfabe. Which is that thing oh, yeah, in wrestling, wrestling yeah. that is this sort of like paper thin separation that the audience can suspend their disbelief so that like The Rock and whoever, like John Cena, can wrestle. Mm. But then also this space in that world for a guy who's called The Undertaker who comes back from the dead. Mm. Like there's, you, you can you can believe it's enough. And that was all it took for me to like unlock the door to be like, oh, I understand why people like that anymore. Yeah. And coming from, I grew up in Queensland, like sort of central Queensland up. Um Cricket, huge. Footy, huge. Any opportunity to just, like, throw dudes at one another at speed was, like, a a, a pastime that we enjoyed. Mm. So are you saying kayfabe in league would be a thing? I think that's the secret. That would be awesome, actually. Yeah. If Okay. We're giving rugby (laughs) league players personas. And they get to come on with capes. They get to come and on with capes. And they get to come on with, like, I know that there's walk-on music for teams and stuff, but they all get their own individual thing. It'll take forever. <laughs> forever. It'll forever. take forever. But I think a bit of showbiz, a bit of razzmatazz, a bit of uh, world-building yeah. characters. Come on. Absolutely. I would be surprised if for the opening NRL round, the one they're going to do in Vegas, where they're hopefully going to get the Americans yeah. on the hook, mm-hmm. uh, with like, how great is this to gamble on? Uh, with like four teams are going over, mm. I would be amazed if they aren't, you know, asking the WWE a little bit about camera technique. Yeah, mm. uh, which if you watch wrestling a little too closely, you'll see you they they you never actually see. The connect. Mm. Yep. They always cut to the um, the reaction. They cut, yeah, yeah. They, uh, certainly when I was paying close attention to it, there's an effect you can put on at the transition, and it's like a camera flash. Mm. Oh, and so every time they cut a camera, it'd be like because you get flashes. Like camera yeah. flashes go off because that's the moment you want to capture. So mm. it makes sense to be a camera flash at that moment, but because of the camera flash and because of the cut of the, you never actually see the connect. So yeah. if we're talking league, if there's that. To protect, you know, Valentine Holmes's scone, or in the old yeah. days, Jonathan Thurston's magical shoulder, which is now no longer. Mm. Um, I'd be up for it. That and the promos before the game. I was just about to say, like, so many of these guys, they wheel out at the back end of the game and they're exhausted and they're like, the boys tackle hard, like that kind of stuff. Put that at the front when they've got full energy and just let yeah. them talk smack. We're going <laughs> to smack down these fools. Yeah. Absolutely. I heard yeah. Hato talking at game two. And he doesn't know. You've yeah. got to speak about yourself in the third yes, person. Yeah. He doesn't know what Osh is going to bring. Yeah. Mm. Osh is going to bring the pain. Mm. Osh is not talking. They break, they break the wall and they look down the camera. I'm talking to you, mate. I know yeah. you're watching me right now. Yeah. Let's I'd get a bit of wrestling promo wrestling into promo. league. 
and then um, then I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, and I love that, that. Which team is like? Then teams can turn heel. I would love. Mm. Oh. God, that's what they need. Right? They... Just more clearly defined villains. Yes, that'd be Definitely. so good. Oh my gosh, I'm in. I I'm think, so in. I mean, I'm, I've pitched a couple of characters already yeah, today yeah, that yeah, have yeah, had flipboards. Yeah. I think maybe we have oh, to take man, this Oh man, could you imagine top. if one one season, <laughs> like, um, I'm just gonna say, Manly Seagulls has come out and they've all got moustaches, top hats, and well, a black um, black capes, and yeah. they're like, like old school. Old school. Like old timey piano like music for style. the yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're already the the villain they're the ones that didn't go on to, on yeah. the field because yeah, they yeah, had yeah. the rainbow flag on the yeah. thing so they were already the baddies yeah they so, refused to wear rainbow now they're right. wearing moustaches and top hats and <laughs> but what if in the middle of it like say for example with the golden boy with Nathan Cleary yeah. mm. like babyface babyface you got to mm. have a babyface in wrestling you've got to have a babyface so what if in the middle of some game. You know, you know, Peter Valandis, the head of the NRL, has brought them together like Vince. Okay, so yes, guys, here's what's going to happen around around twenty, maybe two minutes to the second half, to the halftime siren. You, Cleary, you're going to do the dirty mm-hmm. on, you know, Isaiah something from I can't remember the name, the, the fella from Manly. All right, and the crowd's going to turn, and then Manly's going to come back, and then so Ugh. the second two minutes before, there's like, I can't believe Cleary's done it. The yeah. golden yeah. boy, he's just taxed him with his, no, he's diving, will be, and you see Ivan and Cleary is yeah. dead. Yeah. Yeah. Tearing his hair out, throwing chairs. Oh, like, my gosh. Someone should get chaired. Bellamy Someone already throws chairs. Craig Bellamy <laughs> from Melbourne Storm already throws chairs. Yeah. But, and then you go to halftime and then then the Sea Eagles in the, in the second half, they turn they turn yeah. the good guy mm. and the Panthers turn heel for the rest of the season. Mm. It'd be so good. Like when The Rock turned. Be- <laughs> exactly. That'd be wild. A, a, a halftime show of one team getting a member of a different team and tying them up and putting them on train tracks. Yes. Like old night. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. And get Tim Minchin doing the piano. Yeah. 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 I think we've solved the NRL's <laughs> image yeah. problem. They didn't ask what we said. Yeah. <laughs> we gotcha. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, thank you both for coming to be a part of the show. Thanks uh, so much I for really, us. really appreciate it. Hayden's one of the news team. Jen's one of the writers. I don't make the show by myself. Um, come and check it out. It's in Melbourne. Uh, we're there from the 28th to the 9th. Uh, the 29th of March happens to be my 50th birthday. Yeah. Whoa! So I'm not actually having a birthday party at this point, which Audrey's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, have a birthday That's party. massive, dude. Yeah. Have a birth- I'm like, I'm busy. I've stuff to do. Um, so at this point, my only birthday celebration is that show. Aww. So come along. We're at the Greek Center at 9.30 at night. Um, what time's your show on? Mine's at seven uh, over at QT Burke Street, QT Melbourne Burke Street. My show's called Forever. It's my solo stand-up show. Hit mine at seven. Wander down Russell Street, turn left, uh, turn right onto yeah. Lonsdale and you'll get to the Greek Centre and then go see NTNNNN. Avoid the welcome stranger until afterwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> get a little pastry from across from the Greek Centre. Was that 24-hour pastry place? Oh, yeah. Mm. So good. Catch see, me. That, that's where we're having your birthday. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Pastries abound. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> you can you can enjoy it. It's my birthday. I'm celiac. I can't eat anything. But, oh, no. Uh, I know. You well, can, well, I'm so sorry. You enjoy it. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You enjoy it for Yeah, me. you can just head across the corner it it really... and just watch us through the window. <laughs> So lonely. <laughs> lonely and sadly. Oh low. my god. <laughs> Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.